T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome to WBBM In-Depth. My name's Jill DeGroote. Today, after three and a half days of deliberation, the 12-person jury in the Kyle Rittenhouse murder trial announced a verdict of not guilty on all six charges. As to the second count of the information, Richard McGinnis, we the jury find the defendant Kyle H. Rittenhouse not guilty. As to the third count of the information, unknown male, we the jury find the defendant Kyle H. Rittenhouse not guilty. As to the fourth count of the information, Anthony Huber, we the jury find the defendant Kyle H. Rittenhouse not guilty. As to the fifth count of the information, Gage Grosskreutz, we the jury find the defendant Kyle H. Rittenhouse not guilty. After the verdict was read, Judge Schroeder addressed the jury. It has truly been my pleasure. You've, I think, uh, without commenting on your verdict, the verdicts themselves, just in terms of your attentiveness and the cooperation that you gave to us, justifies the confidence that the founders of our country placed in you. WBBM Cisco Cotto spoke with Richard Kling, clinical law professor at the Chicago Kent College of Law, to get his analysis on the jury's decision and the judge's treatment of the defense and prosecution. As you watched the uh, the trial and you, you, you kind of wondered, like all of us, what was going to happen here, is this a surprising verdict? Is this where you expected the jury to land? I'm surprised they didn't find him guilty of at least a couple of the counts. I think part of the issue is that none of us were in the courtroom, so we really didn't see the evidence, and you have to be in the courtroom to, to synthesize the evidence. I think part of the problem, quite frankly, and I have trouble saying this as a defense lawyer because I am a defense lawyer, uh, as a defense lawyer, I'm thrilled with the judge's treatment of the defense. As a professor and an impartial observer, I think the judge was very unfair to the prosecutor. I, I don't think the prosecutor got a fair trial. And in a case like this, if the defense has some challenges and there's a guilty verdict, they can appeal. The prosecutors, they're just sort of stuck. That's correct. In addition to which, the prosecutor, and he did his, whatever he could do as a public servant, the defense had literally millions of dollars that they had collected for Mr. Rittenhouse's defense. And so they weren't even on a level playing field from the word get-go. When it comes to uh, the, the video, just given all of the unrest that was going on in Kenosha, uh, it, it seems like that was important given the fact that ordinarily you just don't have access to all of that video. Well, and that's what that's what the defense argued, that, yes, the jury was, in fact, in the streets when it happened because they had the video and they had the ability to evaluate the video. And obviously, again, the standard is reasonable doubt. Obviously, the jury who discussed it for the last week came to the conclusion there was reasonable doubt. And if that was their conclusion, then they have an obligation to find Mr. Rittenhouse not guilty. Thanks so much. That's Richard Kling, defense attorney, clinical professor of law at Chicago Kent College of Law. Legal analyst Irv Miller says the prosecution could not prove Rittenhouse wasn't acting in self-defense. It's a tough battle for a prosecutor when you have to negate a negative, and they were stuck with the evidence. Um, the videos 
killed the prosecution in this case. I know they introduced many of them in their case, but those videos don't lie. And when you look at the videos, I think it's a fair conclusion to say, hey, listen, this young man acted in self-defense. Cisco also spoke to Dr. Joseph Flynn from the Center for Black Studies at Northern Illinois University to get his reaction to the verdict. Uh, I, my honest reaction is I'm, I'm not surprised at all. Uh, I think there are a lot of us out there, uh, even last year when the event first happened, um, that felt that he was going to escape any responsibility for the actions that um, he perpetrated. And as you and I, I don't know how closely you watched the case, I mean, was, was there anything at all in the trial that, that adjusted your thinking on that or, or, or not really? Not really. Um, you know, the evidence that I had heard, uh, the prosecution's argument, at least, I thought was really compelling. Um, at the same time, I thought the defense's case was, you know, kind of, uh, you know, not apologist, but, you know, just clearly trying to justify uh, Mr. Rittenhouse's actions. But, you know, I, I don't know. I think when you, you know, cross state lines and show up at, you know, a protest rally, uh, you know, armed with a semi-automatic rifle and, you know, something bad happens, you know, you kind of had a hand in, in making that happen. And, you know, I think it's too bad. Uh, and I think it says a lot about where we are in terms of not only race relations, but and the criminal justice system, but also, you know, how uh, the Second Amendment um, has an impact on all of us. Kyle Rittenhouse's defense attorney, Mark Richards, responded to the acquittal. He has a huge sense of relief for what the jury did to him today. Um, he wishes none of this would have ever happened. But as he said when he testified, he did not start this. And we're thankful in more ways than one that the jury finally got to hear the true story. If Mr. Grosquitz and some of the other people had let Kyle, go to the police. There would only be one individual dead. Um, they referred to him, and I talked about it as an active shooter. Anybody can look up the definition of an active shooter from the FBI, law enforcement. He didn't meet it. But the way that those words are so charged, that's what they used. They wanted to paint him as that. Um, you know, I wish nobody died. I wish I never met Kyle Rittenhouse. And I don't mean that because he was a bad client. I just mean because then this wouldn't have happened. For the very latest, tune into WBBM News Radio. I'm Jill DeGroot. Thanks for listening to WBBM In Depth. And don't forget to subscribe on the Odyssey app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A News Radio WBBM podcast, powered by Odyssey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.